I really do. Alright. Let me get in character here. Alright. <laughs> in scene. You're still talking. TVA Podcast. It's episode 52. Yay! Full deck. And there's the star of our show, Todd Van Allen. How's it going, Todd? Not too bad, Darcy. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Fine. All, fine. Uh, fresh as a daisy. Just jumped out of the shower. Very nice. And Very uh, nice. Very nice. Some uh, deodorant. You know how uh, men's deodorant always has uh, really crazy um, names for their fragrances? Oh, yeah. I'm a wild rain man myself. Okay. Yeah, exactly like that. Arctic which which makes it sound like, you know, I'm like that. I'm like Dustin Hoffman's character, <laughs> except crazy. I'm a wild rain man. Well, I think you'll appreciate yeah, the one uh, I, I'm using now, which I bought just for the name of the fragrance. Showtime. You're kidding. <laughs> Who makes that? Old Spice. You're kidding. It's new. Old Spice, I am totally going out to buy that. Yeah, I thought you'd like that one. Because <laughs> people go, you smell nice. What is that? And I'll just point to them with like two fingers and go, showtime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wild rain man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely strippers. Yeah, definitely strippers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So unless you shut off right now, we might as well uh, introduce uh, the man who came back. Yeah. Jay Patterson, welcome aboard. It's good to be here. I'm just sitting in my underwear, eating a fudgio, drinking a Pepsi. <laughs> Living the dream. I feel awkward being the only one on this podcast actually wearing pants. <laughs> it's, it's, well, someone has to bring it. We're in three different houses right now. Every one of us, you know, in different states of garb. Not something I needed to know. Darcy, you want to do the boilerplate so we can get that out of the way? Let's and then uh, Dave, Dave and I will just uh, will just sip. Oh, you know where you say you know we gotta you can you can get us online and the subscribe and the RSS feed. There you, you can done download it. three. Oh, don't forget to vote for us on Blueberry and Potalicious and uh, FlyingPickle.org. I just did. Yeah. <laughs> Go to so the website. That. Hey, it's TVA.com. <laughs> There'll be links in the show notes to all that stuff that I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> but didn't um, it is the TVA podcast? Uh, the am I going to get in trouble for doing that? For doing what? For for doing what I did there? No. Like taking the words out of your mouth there? Like you're not going to unionize or some shit like that, are you? <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't hear. He, he's uh, trying to organize. He wants to join the CAW. <laughs> <laughs> They'll take on anyone right now. <laughs> Pretty much. I think Buzz is going to be looking for work soon. Yeah. Or an oil drum. <laughs> An oil drum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone will be getting a phone call. Yeah, that leaky pipe won't be bothering you anymore. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Thursday, June twenty sixth, um, which means you did a bob spot this morning. I did do a bob spot this morning. Good. I didn't get up for it, but I was hoping you were going to say that you did one. I didn't receive it yet from uh, the lock. Uh oh. But uh, when I do, I'm going to insert it right here. This week's segment on Bob's Breakfast with Allie, Chris, and the Lock. Bob's Breakfast presents the self-proclaimed funniest man to come out of the Thousand Islands. Here's Todd Van Allen. Good morning, Todd Van Allen. Good day. Welcome back to the studio, Lock. Thank you very much. I wish uh, I, I wish <laughs> you were here, Todd, so like I could shake your hand. Oh, nothing like tuning in and just hearing about the animal magnetism of the lock. <laughs> I'm just, what, you want to break your neck again? <laughs> that, that was a big dog. Take, Don't touch me. <laughs> you get three seconds out of one guy. Oh, how long is too long for a handshake? I think that segment went too long. Oh, <laughs> ouch. ouch. The, this is what I was hoping to hear. It's just like someone who would get the game and just hang on for the handshake so long that it made the lock uncomfortable. <laughs> that would have been actually really well, cool. We're on half an hour now. I'm really getting creeped out. <laughs> it's not so much the handshake, more so the look in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, like a stare that, you know, I'm sure strippers see from the front row. You know, it's that. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Wow, that's Do interesting. Lock hand sanitizer. Yeah, I'm all over it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, okay, so Todd, <laughs> yesterday we were making some predictions about ourselves, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so we figured we'd see sort of what you maybe thought about it, and we'll start with uh, the prediction of when you think Allie might become a mother. Wow. Okay. okay, so you said two years and Chris said eight? Yes. And Allie said never. 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 That's strong. 
right there. Mm-hmm. That's a strong statement. Have mm-hmm. you got any pressure from the parents at all? Or oh, anything like, like every that? day. Really? <laughs> Both sets of parents. My parents and my husband's parents all wow. the time. Oh, it's annoying. Yeah. My, uh, my brother has taken the hit from our side. His uh, his wife Jen is doing all the work for us. Happy birthday, Jen! By the way, she's listening oh, yeah. on the podcast. Nice, nice. Uh, so it's her birthday today. Um, she is actually making uh, my brother a uh, a father, and I'm an uncle. Oh, nice! And oh. the grandmother and grandparents are all happy. Oh, good. So that's like uh, the pressure off you. You're saying never. So that's mm-hmm. pretty adamant. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say five years. <laughs> <laughs> Even though uh, I'm splitting the difference between Locke and Chris. Even uh, though I now picture you going to bed every night in a bear suit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <that's, laughs> don't even think of touching me. Uh-huh. I will always have a headache. <laughs> Your husband is now just going to keep buying you rolls of Tylenol. <laughs> it's like that old joke. It's like, you know, the, the, the husband gets into bed and hands his wife some aspirin. She goes, well, what's that for? This is for your headache. And, he, and uh, she goes, but I don't have a headache. And goes, right. <laughs> old joke. All right. Before this gets any further, how about Chris going to Alaska? Oh, his precious Habs. That's why he didn't want to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I Okay, so Chris said never, but he'd probably go somewhere in Canada. Yeah. yeah, probably uh, yeah I totally agree with him. I mean, like, you know, why would you become an American? You just moved to Nunavut. We just made that territory. You might as well use it for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, we, you know, we've got the CBC up there so we can have his precious Habs game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you're, if you're thinking of moving to Alaska, um, did you not uh, see the movie Into the Wild? No, I didn't. Don't. <laughs> no, not just move to Alaska, but I don't see that movie at all. Oh. It's, oh. Is that oh, good? It's based on a true story about a guy who uh, had enough with society and moves to Alaska to live off the land. And I thought it was going to be an okay movie, and then I saw in the opening credits, it was like written and directed by Sean Penn. Yeah. Yeah, and the music was by Eddie Vedder. Don't so go already, there. there's two people on this project who think they're way more important than they are. I mean, it's just. Oh. Wicked bad. Okay. Okay. Do you know why I, re- I remembered this movie? Like why it came out? It, it, that was the movie that he brought to the film festival in Toronto, mm-hmm. and he got in all that bother because he smoked during the press conference. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That that was why. That's awesome. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, that, that yeah. Be a bad so taste like in you know, I, yeah. I was sitting there going, "Why do I know about this movie?" And it wasn't until I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's why." Like I felt like the vice principal who only sees like good kids or bad kids, and you don't remember <laughs> why you're seeing them. It's like, why am I seeing you again? Oh, right, the fire. You know, that's the one. The fire. So. Well, I know Locke may not want to go here, so uh, I'll bring this one up. Um, what, do, what do you think about a prediction about Locke getting married? When do you think that'll happen? I was going to skip right to beautiful all people. all over the place on this one. It's like, okay, so, Allie, you said, you know, two months, but he needs a girlfriend? Yeah, so about two months. Brother, hey, he'll and, he'll and get Chris a girlfriend got, and then engage, p- propose okay. immediately. And, and Chris was saying ten months, one month to find a girl, and then nine months later, hello. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, one, the one that got me in this prediction, actually, was that he hopes to give his mother a Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> right there, that is hilarious. He, because he um, I, was, too. I was doing the I was doing the math, and I would warn whoever it is that he starts going out with that she's in for a frantic April. Because <laughs> 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 Log will be running around with like fertility charts, running around the house like Schwartz, and they go, "We have to do it now." <laughs> it's gotta be right now. Right now. Yeah. Come on, get into the bed now. Headache or no headache, it's gotta be right now. We can't lose time. <laughs> oh wow, Todd Van Allen. Let's just uh, let's just leave it right there at that. Triple <laughs> <laughs> You can listen to this as a podcast right there. Also, find out more about Todd and some upcoming gigs near you. Thank you so much again, Todd. Always a pleasure every Thursday morning. That's great. We'll talk to you guys next week. And so tell us, Todd, was that hilarious or what? Oh, that was hilarious. I think the, the funniest part was where I uh, stuck my foot in it and, and uh, slammed Eddie Vedder in front of three Pearl Jam fans. Okay, good. Very good. I, I really, you know, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. Really? Yes. You have to get out more. <laughs> well, the satellite's been down, so my window... <laughs> My my window to the world's been a little shut off. Oh no! What? So how are you watching Sanford and Son? <laughs> oh, I got them all taped. <laughs> Fired up the VHS. Do 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 do. What is his wife's name? Lillian. I'm coming. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. That's oh, it. Elizabeth. This is the big one. <laughs>
Coming I, to join you, honey. Shut I would up, you big dummy. <laughs> I would love, like, whenever, whenever I tank a show, which is often, just to be able to do that. Like, just, you know, like, you know, just as, as soon as the crowd just realizes that, you know, I am not the shit, just be able to look up and just do that. This is I'm coming. <laughs> oh, I've been starting to channel Fred Sanford whenever I do the bit about my dad having a heart attack. So, oh, this is the big one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like my little Red Fox tribute. Yes. Then I'm going to smoke a cigar, drink some brandies, and go find a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Darcy, have you ever seen Sanford and Son? Do you know uh, yes. what, of it's, what we're talking about? It's still in syndication. Okay. Right. It's on TBS at noon. Exactly. What? Or I'm sorry, Peachtree TV. Peachtree TV. Yes. That's where the Braves play. Braves play here. <laughs> you know your television. <laughs> that, Dave is a man that you do not want to talk television against. He will clean your clock. So what we could do, Darcy, you like... We would be a kick-ass NTN trivia team, I think. <laughs> Dave would have TV. I would have uh, 80s music and movies uh, and some of the 90s, to, to be fair. And Darcy would be like all the tech stuff. To I was going to say, what, social networks? Web social networking, <laughs> anything to do with a mouse and probably general knowledge that we, Dave and I should know but have wasted so much time listening to music and watching TV. We don't. So, yeah, That's right. If it was that important, it would be on TV. Exactly. Wait, 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 wait. There's an Indochina? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because the Sisters of Mercy never wrote a song about it. <laughs> I, I know that there's an Indochina because somebody used my contact info and made me the chief risk officer of Indochina Securities. <laughs> awesome. How's that Which working is- out? Oh, man, the chicks I'm getting with that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chief Risk Officer of Indochina Securities. Didn't you just tell a joke about being fisted by your doctor? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> so we're opening a lot of BNN Network stuff then. <laughs> oh, oh, the groupies. Oh, Sam is so jealous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> That's the best. Well, here, let me tie. Let me try and tie something together. All right. Um, let's listen to uh, to one of Sam's former colleagues over at the Drive. Yep. Listen to your segment. Are you going to do one today? Did you uh, do one? Already? I am. I'm all. He was like sick yesterday or something like that. So, mm, um, so maybe, maybe so not. He, well, no. I got the. Uh, I uh, normally he gives me twenty four hours to try and come up with stuff. And today I had. Um, uh, two, two hours. <laughs> so, so you're what you're hearing today is two hours of funny. See, your results may vary. Results may vary. Please contact Point of Purchase if there's any problems. How are you? Ah, doing all right. You know, looking forward to uh, heading into a not really long weekend, but a celebratory yeah. weekend anyway. It 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 really screws it up when it's on a Tuesday, doesn't it? It does. It yeah. kind of it kind of sucks, actually. I get the feeling there's going to be a lot of people uh, calling in sick on Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> working on my fake cough right now. Well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> this week it's finally arrived in Canada. Good or bad? Beautifulpeople.net. Uh, what do you mean? You're not on there? Nah. <laughs> oh, that's right. The gross disfigurement. You look like me. That's yeah, right. that's you it, exactly. Never gonna be on that site. <laughs> when were they going to start up a website for us? <laughs> I believe they have it. It's called Facebook. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need to get on? A face? All right, I'm good. I'm in. The way it works is you submit your photo, and then like three days later, they let you know if you made the cut or not. Mm-hmm. I just feel sorry for that guy who, like, you know, pulls, has been rejected by women all his life, pulls himself together, gets to the gym, drops the pounds, gets his esteems up, heads a website, and then womp, womp. Sorry, mate, you're too ugly. Um, <laughs> I actually had a, a date with like a hyper hot woman once, and she was obviously slumming it. And then uh, you know it's going south uh, when even before we ordered dinner, I had to utter the phrase, "Well, The Simpsons is a cartoon, you see." <laughs> so I just I knew we were not going to get along. That's it. Hey, some local news, Todd. Um, Queen student is actually uh, doing his thesis over at the Elixir. He, he's mm-hmm. actually, uh, you know, he's he's DJing it up to uh, uh, prove some theories. 
Mm-hmm. He, uh, he is doing his musical thesis on this, and what he did is as he was DJing, he kept track of the songs he played and then watched the crowd migrate from the dance floor to the bar. He got, like, detailed bar receipts over time, and he had this software package developed so he could analyze all this data and see what songs or what genres drove people to the dance floor and made them happy or just made them want to leave and whatever. And I just think I could have saved him a big ton of time on this. I just like one page right there at the top. Don't play stairway to heaven. Done. <laughs> That's it. You don't need 20 minutes of slow dancing. Just you're done. Uh, well, Todd, with the uh, Euro soccer going on and everybody's going all crazy and uh, fanatic over this thing, I guess the uh, Dutch soccer fans had uh, had some problems with their shirts. With their shirts. Exactly. Well, as you, as, as you may or may not know, the, the, the Dutch uh, shirts are orange. Like everyone just shows up in these great orange shirts, and uh, the Swiss uh, subway system, all their utility guys had to change their vest colors from orange to yellow because they had Dutch fans following them into the subway tunnels where the trains were, <laughs> thinking it was just like this big fan progression. And it's like, uh, guys, you know, you shouldn't be down here. You're going to be hit by a train. And they're just like, you know what? We got thrown out by Russia. We know what we're doing. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Uh, this this happened to me actually here in Toronto. I was uh, I was up at like Home Depot at one point, just paying a bill there, and I had my Dutch soccer shirt on, and people kept coming up to me and asking me where things were, because <laughs> they thought it was like the orange vest, and like, so I just sent them the seasonal. There you go. <laughs> Where's your PVC pipe? Uh, it's seasonal. Really? He says, yeah, people never want it in the winter. Go to seasonal. I need two by fours. Seasonal. Jackhammer? Seasonal. It's all there. Just... Uh, and uh, finally, uh, kind of big news the last uh, few days here in Kingston. Uh, all the big wigs are in town, all the so-called mm-hmm. experts. David Suzuki in town. Uh, the World Wind Energy Conference going on in Kingston. I'm impressed David Suzuki is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get the chance to see him, tell him I uh, loved his, uh, his early work. Um, of course, I'm referring to him playing the snowman on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He was really good in that. Um, I, I think wind energy is kind of cool. We just need more of it. It needs to be more prevalent. Like, uh, Toronto has one propeller. Have you seen this? Uh, no, I haven't. It's right down by the waterfront. It has about as it looks about as impressive as a pinwheel on a bike. We just need more. <laughs> I think. But I will say this about, uh, about this segment. I'm very proud of one thing that uh, you and I were able to do this topic, and not once did we reference politicians or chili. <laughs> How good is that? We're getting so much better at this now. <laughs> Maybe we're growing up. <laughs> I am glowing with pride right now. Todd Van Allen, every Thursday at this time. Hey, it's TVA.com. ToddVanAllen.com. Once again, we'll talk to you again next week, buddy. Sounds great, Mike. Talk to you soon. I finally listened to the Drive Spot last week. Like I was able to, you know, because, you know, there have been some times. Since he's been editing these things, Oh, that one sounded way edited, yeah. It's like, boom, just snip, 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 bam, bam, bam. It, like, I don't talk that fast normally. <laughs> well, that's what I do to this show, too, you know? Yeah. Like that little spot there, dead air. Yeah. <laughs> I might keep it in because you, you actually called it, but normally I just cut it out. <laughs> Why would you? Like Silence a spot where there's like a two-second gap and then we start laughing, you know? <laughs> I make a sound like more on top of things. <clears throat> I just thought that's when we said something completely inappropriate and you had to have it edited out. Yeah, right. So you can only get like the, the triple explicit tag or whatever it is. Yes. We're not uh, half as bad as a lot of the explicit podcasts out there. Some people are nasty. Pacific Coast Hellway is an example if you want to go Google that one. Oh, we could nasty it up. I'm not adverse to that. This week's episode, they were talking about having sex with people with Alzheimer's. <laughs> Go listen to it. I'm not going to get into that bit. It's it's nasty. Hey, are you ready to go? Why sure. Boom. Hey, are you ready to go? Why sure. Boom. Hey, are you ready to go? Well, no matter how bad of a lover you would be, at least you know that she you're the best she's ever had. Yeah, that's right. Or at least that she can remember. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I really didn't want to take the show in that direction, but uh, yeah. Well, you did. I'm so, I'm sorry I brought it up. Oh wait, you did. Yeah, I did. yeah. Boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think uh, people who have been listening this long, who are looking for the Transvestite Alliance podcast, uh, know that they've they're in the wrong yeah. spot. But it is uh, Pride <laughs> Week here in Toronto, and uh, I've actually got a question along um, those lines for Titus. Is he? Uh, he's around. Uh, he is around. He is around. Did you want to ask him now? Yeah, let's do that now. Righty. Okay. Are you, you going to fire up his music? I'll go get him. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. All right. History Minute with Titus Malcolm. Well, gracious, good morning. Well, it's not morning, is it, really? How are you doing? We've got Dave here as well. Oh, hello, Mr. Patterson. Howdy. How, how do you do? I was only better once, but I was younger then. Oh, weren't we all, though? <laughs> we, you know, it, time does ravage. And so does liquor. Uh... <laughs> liquor and time. Those are your two devils right there. <laughs> and I love me the liquor. Don't we all, there, sir? Don't and we're running short on time, so let me get to all the right, question. All right, all right. Okay, get to the get to the meat of the matter. Who is this question from, Darcy? This is from Shelley. Oh, Shelley. This is one Long I put on the back. Listener, first time caller. Look at that. <laughs> uh, this question what, what, she sent what, what, in, what, uh, geez, back in May, I put on the back burner because uh, I knew it would uh, be a good question to ask this week because it's, uh, it's the Pride Festival. Oh, so th- oh, this is that one. All right. So here's okay. a question. Uh, I understand that the Gay Pride Prest- Festival at the end of June is one of the world's largest festivals. Why is Toronto such a mecca for the gay and lesbian community, and how do we manage to grow this festival into one of the world's largest? Well, that's a great question. Why? Why is this the largest? Uh, the largest uh, gay festival uh, in the world. There's only one that rivals it, is San Francisco, obviously. Um, and it, it's it's a very simple reason, Darcy. Uh, Toronto is gay. Okay. People do not know that. A lot of people are gay here. In fact, most of everyone is gay. Uh, I know. I know for a fact. Uh, you know, my next door neighbor. Uh, her her name is. Uh, is uh, Alice. She is gay. Uh, she doesn't know it yet, but she is. Uh, Darcy, even you yourself and your lovely wife, Kauri, all gay. Every last one of us. Dave, a really? little bit gay. The problem is it doesn't manifest itself. It's like a, like a, a, a recessed virus. But there's... Um, one thing that that <laughs> a virus it's like that you know it's not a virus but it's like that is very you know there's these dormant tendencies we all have and then something just happens it's a flashpoint that that uh, that happens and boom it come it comes right out and the flashpoint for uh toronto was a pottery barn and uh when once that opened boom uh, it was just—it was a click light. Now, some people are more susceptible to the pottery barn. Myself, uh, I'm—I'm—I know myself. Uh, I am not. So uh, it just—it it recesses the urge a little bit for me. Um, I, I have to tell you, I'm more of a kitchen stuff plus man myself. Uh, but not not so much the pottery barn. But you can just see the pottery barn people just boom. They just—they'll turn like that. Just pivot on a dime is what they'll do. They'll walk in straight as narrow, and the next thing you know, they're buying fancy clocks and drapes. <laughs> That's the way that goes. So, so we have we have the good people of the Pottery Bond to, to to thank us for 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 this, and we have a great festival because of it. And uh, and I think that's uh, the um, that's that's really how it goes. So be careful, boys. You know, not that there's anything wrong with it. If you feel like you know having a shift change of some sort, or maybe just you know dabbling into the uh, into the other side of the pool, make yourself that trip to Pottery Bond. It's very nice. We should get them to sponsor this podcast. Thank you very much, Titus. <laughs> anytime, anytime, Darcy. And uh, uh, I'll, I'll give these back. There we go. Well, uh, Titus has given uh, Todd the microphone back. Um, I'll just mention that if you want to send a question to Titus, Titus at heyitstva.com. Yeah. I just asked Titus if, if I was gay, and he went, absolutely not. And he think he was pointing at my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm not styly. Ah, uh, I see. Well, <laughs> good luck being gay. <laughs> Doodles, Titus. <It's> a- <laughs> yeah, I, I get I get confused uh, for being a gay fellow all the time with my uh, particular sense of style. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the new shoes, Dave. Is that what it is? It's those nice new red shoes. It's the fancy red. Scream- I've got a girlfriend now. <laughs> Those are my comedy shoes. Those are because they're funny. That's right. Sometimes that's the funniest thing about me is my fancy red shoes. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce you as that next time I bring you to the stage and I'm hosting, ladies and gentlemen, funny boots. <laughs> funny boots. Funny boots. Yeah, yeah. That that really doesn't have quite a ring to it, eh? That really doesn't that doesn't scream funny to me. It's it's funny boots. Sounds like somebody's demented cat or something. Okay, well then how about this? It's it'd be like you know like B J Woodbury, like you know he's like big guy or or Big Daddy Taz. 
<laughs> we'll just call you like Big Davy Funny Boots. Or, you know, yeah. Slim. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tiny. <laughs> See, because that would be funny because of the irony of it, because I'm not tiny. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up for us, Dave. <laughs> well, I, I do what I can. Unslight gentleman. <laughs> That's right. I, uh, I would not be confused of being an anorexic. <laughs> Anywhere except, of course, Ribfest, which is a callback to last week's chat. Uh, which is happening this weekend, too, right? It it's is. a gay pride parade, and if you're not into that, uh, Etobicoke Ribfest, I think. They should just combine them. Why not? Mm. <laughs> That's right. It's the Gay Rib Fest. Gay Rib Fest. <laughs> they could call it the Adam's Rib Fest. <laughs> I was just going to say they'd have a lot of sausage there, but... Yes. <laughs> a lot more sausage. <laughs> that that would have been just too easy to throw out. A, a lot of bone jokes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, mind going there. Meat just falls off the bone. Uh... <laughs> There you go. I think we've just got a new event. I think we did. Brought to you by Schneider's Gay Rib Fest. (laughs) Oh, you missed the spot. (laughs) Get that for you. (laughs) I just need to get Andrew Johnson and Trevor Boris to host the night. And we're good. (laughs) Nice. Nice. There you go. It's perfect. How could how could that fail? I don't know. I don't know. I actually, made a Boris joke last week at uh, um, McVeigh's. It was just for the comics. I just said, "Have has anyone noticed how much Trevor Boris looks like Nicole Arbor?" <laughs> Have you noticed? And you never see him in the same room together. Have you noticed that? <laughs> really? Yeah. I actually wished her happy happy birthday on her Facebook wall today. I said, "Happy birthday, Trevor." Oh, is it her birthday today? It is her birthday today. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Although, uh, <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad because uh, I'll be honest with you. She's not an unattractive woman. And if she's like Trevor Boris, then I'm, you know what? Maybe I am gay. Maybe. Well, there's know. only one way to find out. See you at the Pottery Barn. <laughs> <laughs> My house is decorated in early Sony appliance here. TV, home theater receivers. I don't really have a lot of space for Pottery Barn stuff. You, um, so you think she's attractive? I really don't. I don't think she's attractive. Um, I wouldn't say she's the most attractive. She's, you know, she's all right. You know, you, you know what queers <clears throat> for me is the fact that she goes on as, like, the, the hottest comedian. And, like, to purport yourself that way. Just, ugh. Yeah, well, yeah, it's I never... basically s- her saying, I'm all that, and she's not, I don't think. I, you know what? I've had like one or two conversations with her in my entire life, and that's enough. You know, I, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff, you know, whatever. I think she's not bad to look at, but that's about as far as it goes for me. Besides, uh, I don't think uh, I don't think Sam would let me. Uh, you know, I'm just no. saying. You get kind of in that relationship thing, and all of a sudden, like the girlfriend starts ruling your life about such things, eh? Oh yeah. Yeah. The nerve. The nerve. The nerve. Why? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Which and the funny part of that is like I would have a shot with the car oh, yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like I'm going to the store to pick up like a pepperoni stick. Oh, I'll get one of those on the way. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see what I'm at. I'm at a coffee. Uh I need some uh luncheon meat. Oh yeah, and a hummer from Nicole Arbor. I <laughs> swing by and pick that up. <laughs> yeah. Just because it's easy. And Darcy's <laughs> napping now. <laughs> I totally wasn't in on that one. I didn't know who you were talking about. Oh, so just, I just like went and refilled my coffee. Oh, good for you. Well, she's that. the world's she's the world's sexiest comedian. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So she, well, that's that's what she says. But you guys have never seen me in a thong, so. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that, folks? That's the sound of the internet breaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm just, I'm just it's like, saying. It's like that Simpsons bit where they're doing the uh, the roast for Homer, and um, Skinner's mom takes the mic, and she's like hotted up in this really like uh, like Oscar dress, and uh, someone says to her, you know, what's keeping that dress up? And Sideshow Mel stands up and says, the collective will of everyone in this room. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> That's nice. That's the sound of the internet breaking because, you know, it's not funny right there. I need an instant rimshot.com for that one. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just happy that we go through the, all the trouble. I like how you guys go through the trouble of actually making up show notes of topics we're going to discuss, and then we never and get then, to yeah. them. <laughs> we just skip all over them. <laughs> why, why do you even bother? Like... <laughs> Today we're going to talk about la da 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 and then we talk about everything but... Okay, Darcy, <laughs> you pick something off the show notes then, since we have the bother. Pick something. We'll Let me just go that. through and see what I got here. I just wanted to mention that I saw Inside Hollywood. Now, Dave, do you right. see it? You know a lot of uh, television. Do you watch Inside uh, I, I hope not. I, I, I get my Inside Hollywood from the, uh, from the soup. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a. I, I get a special... mine from uh, Us magazines in my doctor's office. Are they out of date? Is it perhaps? <laughs> Night Rider still on? This is was it... an old uh, repeat, I think, but it was called "Addicted to It," um, and it was all about you know celebrities and you know, who party too hard and booze it up. And uh, Toronto comedian uh, Simon Rakoff was on. Mm-hmm. Had a small little interview with him, but they in- introduced him and credited him on under the lower third there as Simon Rokoff, like they. Oh, isn't that kind of awful? You know, like he's got a he's got a joke about that. He does. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, what is it? It's um, uh, uh, Ricotti is who he was doing this club somewhere. You know, like he just picks some buttfuck nowhere town. And says, yeah, I was doing this, and I they had my name on the marquee as Simon Ricotti. So I went and saw the manager and said, like, you know, why did you misspell my name? He says, don't you know how to spell? He says, yeah, I know how to spell, but I need the F's for buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Rakoff's joke. So I can't believe that, you know, even when he is not, when he's trying to be serious, because obviously this was like a little bit of a a serious take story or whatever, they still can't get it right for him. Well, maybe they wanted to go with uh, Rakoff Rakoff because it would come across as like Tom Brokoff. So he's got that air of uh, Uh, journalistic integrity to him. Or maybe it's the opposite of rock on. (laughs) <laughs> that could be. Simon, rock off! Because <laughs> they are talking about drugs and booze. and <laughs> What are you doing? He's, he's, he's condemning it in the piece, so he's, it's no longer rock on, it's rock off. <laughs> Here comes comedian and hooligan, Simon, rock off! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think the guy who was just putting in the lower thirds, you know, the A on his keyboard was broken, but... <laughs> but no, those are, those are good reasons, too. We'll put a link to his uh, website, simonrockoff.com, in the show notes. Yeah, and that's, that's part of the Pimp the Site Week. We yeah, go. so here's where I take everything down and make it depressing um, and mention uh, the passing of George Carlin. Yes. What? Okay. When did that happen? <laughs> Some would say about uh, seven years ago, but... Uh... Oh, I can't believe you just said that. I can. Oh. Are you serious? No. I saw him. Re- I saw him recently, like within the past, like his last show here. It's yeah. like within the past, and it was fantastic. That's great. It was. It was really good. I. You know what? I'm going to go on record, and everybody's going to think I'm a dick. But I never really found him that funny. That's an opinion, and that's fine. You're yeah, wrong, no, like I, but that's an opinion. <laughs> like I, I, like I respected like his writing and and uh, you know all that. And I think I think back in the day, I think he would have been just. You know, amazing to look at what he did for comedy, but like when I when I sit down and I watch him now in today's world, it's kind of like, yeah, uh, you know. Okay, so I I've, I've been talking about this box set that I just didn't realize how cool it's going to be. Like I've got the box set of everything of his stuff, and I put in the other night the first one, his first HBO special, which like is in '74 or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, like 33 years ago, 34 years ago. And it still stood out as like a great performance piece and stuff like that. But Dave, I can understand why he might not be your cup of Earl Grey. Because I will say this. As I'm watching it, you realize more and more, he's no dick. <laughs> you really, yeah. True. You can't write stuff like that, you know? Well, no, and, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I certainly respect what he did. And, and as far as the like a comic w- with a work ethic and the amount of material that he would write, mm-hmm. like, I'm in awe. Like, you know, he would write a new special, what, every year, basically? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've been toiling at this for like five years and I've got like half an hour. So, like, you know. It, but, it just goes. <clears throat> one, of the, one of the quotes he came up with um, in the interview, I think, just before that, is like 2001, 2002 with the star. They. Uh, redid some some lines from that interview in his um, eulogy in, in the star and he said you know what advice would you give 
up and coming comics and he was just like first thing out of his mouth was get in front of the audience as much as possible. Yeah. Just yeah, do it. You have a really great blog post about uh, about all that over at HeyIt'sTVA.com. That was a uh, one of your better posts there, buddy. I'm glad you liked it. I just I was I was sitting all day. I couldn't work that day really well because I was like, this is just weighing on me. So I had to get it out. Like, there it was. I'm just yeah, had to get it out. I'm glad you liked it. Was there really the uh, the typo with uh, 142 <laughs> HBO specials or something? Whatever the 140. They said 140 HBO specials I'm instead like, of 14. Idiot. That's nice. It's, <laughs> Yeah. It's nice they help you out with a little bit of material there. Yeah. Softball one to you. <laughs> oh, thank you for the lob. <laughs> Toronto Star! <laughs> uh, he will be missed. He will be missed. Yeah. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out how we're going to get from here to Toronto restaurants becoming more breastfeeding friendly. But uh, oh, there I've just gone. Well, I think it's, here, it's here, the here, perfect here. segue, really. Let's talk about a comedy legend who just passed. Hmm? To Tits in a restaurant. Well, I think we can do it this way. Uh, he had a joke the, about that. Didn't he? Didn't George have a joke that, about that? <laughs> that night, that night that he, he passed away on the Monday, I was at Glenn Foster's room. I was closing that show. And uh, the first joke out of my mouth was, because uh, no one else had done it, and so I figured, yeah, I'll do it. It's hacky, whatever. I said, yeah, uh, everyone knows, of course, uh, George Carlin died. I couldn't believe it myself this morning. As soon as I opened the paper and read that, I went, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. I told my buddy Dave later. He said, "What? He died? Yes, yeah, fart, turd, and twat is what he said. That was yeah. So, uh, so those were his seven words: ship his fuck on cock, sucker, motherfucker, and tits. Speaking of tits, Darcy, I believe you have something for us. <laughs> wow, that was smooth, <laughs> like butter. Yeah, I didn't think we would actually go to the seven words, like because everyone's talking about the seven words. Is what everyone talks about, right? And I thought, hey, we're gonna not do that, but we did. <laughs> but we did. Well, not until oh. – not unless I hear you writing down uh, 33.47. I'm tired of editing. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I think, I think this, this show peaked last week and then uh, it's all downhill <laughs> year two. <laughs> so it's, we're now just like coasting down the hill. <laughs> well, you know, once you, once you reach the magic 52, eh, you can go into syndication or something. Isn't that how it works? Just give the cart a nudge. <laughs> That's right. You're done. So okay, so what is the what's the story behind this, Darcy? What's your? Well, there's they're going to have a um, like a campaign that people uh, can place uh, stickers in their restaurant windows to say mm-hmm. that they they welcome um, breastfeeding in their restaurant. Cool. So if you want to keep the perverts away from your restaurant, don't put mm-hmm. the sign in because exactly. they're going to all the ones where there's going to be breastfeeding ladies. Absolutely, I'm buying a new raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit in my chair, just ask for tap water, and snicker to myself. <laughs> and you know it's going to be the dirtiest of the perverts, too, eh? Because yeah. it's like, oh, my God, I get to see, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I get to see a booby. And B, I know she puts out, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start handing out pamphlets on Kegels. <laughs> You'll be needing this, darling. <laughs> Yeah, you could set up a little bit of it, like the breastfeeding tour of Toronto. Eh? Yeah. You've got one for the mothers, and then you've got one for the perverts. Right. That one, so, of course, will be driven around in a, a plain white van. <laughs> so let me let me ask you guys this: What is your opinion on public breastfeeding, for or against? Hey, anytime I get to see a titty, things can't be too bad. Okay. And if I get to suck on the end of it, give her. <laughs> I didn't realize you were three months old, Dave. Okay, uh, Darcy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all for it. All for it. Really. Yeah, really. I actually don't I, care one way or the other. But really, yeah, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't be any more indifferent on it. To be honest, like, you know, who cares? I mean, the kids got to eat. Like, I agree, the kids got to eat. But like, oh, the, I, I think what bugs me about it, like, if you want to do it, fine. Like, just be like, hide it a little bit. Like, I just, I don't want to see it. Like, if, if no one should whip out a tit anyway, unless it's like girls gone wild videos or something like that. Like, or chills. Or yes. So, I agree. Like, obviously, the kid needs to eat <laughs> stuff like that. I guess what bugs me is the indignancy of it, like where women – it just suddenly became a right. Like there was no discussion, no thing, just like, bam, we're here, we're doing this, that's the end of the story. There's no discussion. It was just sort of in your face instantly with no sort of – Well, there was legislation. Leaving. Yeah. They actually legislated it. It's uh, – you cannot discriminate against you. Mm-hmm. Public places, you can't actually keep people out. But this extra little campaign thing with the, the stickers is just uh, one extra step to say that, you know – this is a friendly place to feed your kid. 
And what does I, that mean? It doesn't bother me for uh, like people in public, like or like you know strangers. Mm-hmm. It, it gets me a little. The only time it's, it's a little, weirds me out a little bit is when it's somebody I know. Absolutely, it's a friend of uh, mine. And I, you know, we don't have that kind of relationship. I, I leave the room if not the house. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't want to know that's going. I can't see that. Yeah. This was the weirdest thing. Okay, God. Uh, there was a, a buddy of mine. His, his, his wife had a kid. And, you know, they're very kind of like uh, very liberal in their upbringing and stuff like that. Like they, they're, you know, let the kid – really good parents, but they were very liberal in, in the way that they managed the kid. And the kid was like three or four or something like that, right? And uh, like, ru- like running around age. I don't know what age that would be. Like maybe two or three, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Like something that – like scamper around. Mommy, we're waiting for mom so that we can drop off the kid and like dad and I can go have pints and whatever. And the, as soon as mom shows up, this is like in like a foyer of a building, right? Like a like an office building. As soon as mommy shows up, she sits down on like those window ledge type thing, kind of benchy thing. And the kid starts hiking up the shirt <laughs> to Seeking get to the out. boobs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And eats. Oh. <laughs> starts eating. It's like, like it's a buffet. Scamper, like, and knows what he's doing because he's just like ripping through the clothing. I'm just, I had to go away. I just, I had to find some coffee or something. That's like that. a little. That's kind of like, um, like a puppy or something, you know? Yeah. Sort of just, yeah, looking for the teat, <laughs> kind of moving I'm the. Just, uh, totally with oh. you on that. It's very uncomfortable from, and I know, like, we'll probably now get calls and emails for feedback. There's like, oh, so Todd doesn't like the breastfeeding, and oh, it's in. in decent is it is that, no it's not i just i, I think I, the, I, the uh, I calls and the emails i think they're gonna is that have voices like that yeah <laughs> i don't think it's fucking smack about breastfeeding for it's it's that mother from family guy <laughs> that peter hits <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's wrong with breastfeeding hey sorry guy <laughs> <laughs> It's Mothering Lesbian Day on the TV <laughs> podcast. Oh. Bull Day. <laughs> Which, if you're keeping track, if you go to the Queen's Market, Queen's Key Market Loblaws, uh, that's Sunday morning. Okay. It's when all the lesbian moms come out. Because I sometimes go grocery shopping then, or I'll go out Saturday morning uh, when it's the... Um, uh, uh, gay man with rent boy day. <laughs> Those are my two favorite days to go grocery shopping. Loblaws has actually set up special days for this. It, I don't know whether it's it's actually advertised, but it just you walk the aisles and you go, Christ, there's a lot of these guys around here today. Like it's usually <laughs> like fifty something men with beards and little smirky smiles, and some with you know wispy or wispy you know sinewy twenty three year old Asian boy. Yeah. yeah, see, they don't have that at the no frills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's more like bring your own bag day, you yeah. know? <laughs> it's always bring your own bag day. I don't think yeah, well, yeah. a gay man would go to a no frills, right? Because they're into the frills. The frills are important. Are you saying the gay community is does not spot a good bargain? <laughs> is that what you're saying, Darcy? I won't have it on this broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> that That is discrimination. I just yeah I I would I'll back up Darcy on this I don't think you're gonna see a lot of gay men at the no froze right. if there was like you know another grocery store that was called like Feather Boa or something that's where they yeah. would go mm-hmm. yeah I would imagine you know at the no froze you're gonna see more like my people the people from the Legion <laughs> and the Bingo Hall and the and the broadcasters on BNN <laughs> yeah my people yeah. <laughs> That's right. Today, today on BNN, Dave Patterson comes by to tell us what uh, sliced cheese on the floor means at, at the oh, local food market. You know what that means? Forty percent off. <laughs> All the cheese you can stuff in a bag. Forty percent off. Don't mind the sprinkles. It's good. <laughs> Jesus. Floor cheese. <laughs> Jeez. I cannot remember last. Oh, Darcy, when was the last time you were in a no frills? Um, we like, do you shop. Do you shop regularly there? Not regularly, no. But uh, it's kind of in my neighborhood, and right. I have to go a little bit further to to get to a decent like Sobeys. Mm-hmm. 
So if I'm stuck, I'll go to a no frills. Yeah. And I it's am. it's a nightmare. Yeah. There's no I, I used to, like, you know, when I was living up in, in like the high park area, I used to go down to the no frills all the time because it was right around the corner, it was very easy. Um there's one down the street from me here and I just I can't go to it. Just because it's in Parkdale, I used to go there when I was living in Parkdale too. I'm just, uh, it, it has really turned a corner, and it's, that corner is unsavory. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, one of my neighborhood is way overcrowded. It's like um, Bloor West. There, it's kind of busy, um, mm-hmm. and they've got it crammed. All the aisles are crammed so bad you can't really get two carts. Yep. Down an aisle. Yep. It's a it's a real. Uh, <laughs> It, they it's should, just a nightmare. It drives me nuts. They should put arrows on the on the floor so people know which way to go. <laughs> yeah. Just like okay, That's you right. start. You shouldn't be, yeah, it should be, all be one way aisles. You go through the produce and then you hit the cereal <laughs> aisle and then it's your sauces. There will be no deviation. <laughs> but a ple- yeah, yeah. A, a pleasant shopping experience is a frill though, so it just doesn't fit in. Yes, exactly. There you go, and I, I don't know. I would I would think that the no frills in Parkdale would be it added a certain little little uh, extra extra adventure to your shopping trip. It you know what I've uh, never so frequently have I heard over any stores uh, like in in house PA system vomit clean up on aisle three. <laughs> oh, God. I've never heard that so much three times in one visit. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess detox is a bitch, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're drinking antifreeze, like yes. the dogs in High Park. You see what I just did there? Wow! Oh, <laughs> seamless. Dead dogs. Oh, that's right. It's a. It's that's the happy show. Feet. Yeah. No. <laughs> see. Uh, <laughs> it's. I, don't, I was going to recap before we did it, but I don't want to now because it's just <laughs> horrible. Oh, why would you? You can do it, Todd. While you're putting together uh, the show notes, you'll just. Oh, can I? <laughs> Please, <laughs> will do. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so back to the okay. dogs, yeah, getting the poisoned dogs. in High Park. Um, mm-hmm. That's a little harsh. Um, and apparently, it's not just the water. They put like antifreeze in the water, and uh, I don't know, poison bread or something around the area. But uh-huh. It's getting. Uh, Kari was telling me it's not just getting the dogs. They're also finding like raccoons and and squirrels and stuff like that. And that people have been messing with this, the uh, <laughs> with the uh, raccoons. Sorry, they've been I just messing. Think it's funny. She thought it was horrible, but like they were finding like <laughs> rac- dead raccoons with like a bouquet of flowers in its hand, <laughs> <laughs> or or cuddling a dead squirrel. Oh, and she's like, isn't that horrible? <laughs> That's hilarious. She's that like, who would hilarious. do something like that? I said, well, I, when I was a kid, I probably would have done that. Oh my god. I mean, I, uh, there's probably gloves. some goth who has that as their profile picture on Facebook right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I would do? I would find like four or five of them and dress them up as the cast of One Day at a Time. <laughs> find the butchiest one and roll up like a cigarette uh, pack under his t-shirt because he could be Schneider. <laughs> nice. Well, when I uh, I used to live at uh, I used to live at Queen and Broadview uh, with uh, with my buddy Jimmy, and uh, we had the place was wicked cool. I like it was a giant place and it had like a rooftop patio. And uh, what had happened is over the winter, a couple of raccoons had gone under the deck mm-hmm. and they didn't emerge from their uh, hibernation. Right, so we'd come in and it just smelled like dirty feet. But it was these raccoons um, basically de- decomposing, right? So I'm talking to a buddy who knows a guy who knows a guy who will come and get him out of there for us, right? And so, like, we're, you know, I'm having this phone call with this guy, and he's like, So, yeah, w- w- what is it up there? It's like raccoons. How far along are they? I don't know. Can I keep them? <laughs> <laughs> what? Can you keep them? <laughs> no, I yeah. Like, what the hell am I going to do with them? No, I want them. Please, please, no, please, let me keep the dead, rotting raccoons. So he comes in, right, and like um, our other roommate, 
he worked in like toxic waste. So like he had like, you know, those white suits that you always see him going into crime scenes with and everything. And he gave it to the guy and he's like, no, that's cool. So he just goes in and like jean cutoffs and a tank top comes out with dead raccoons in a grocery bag and hops on the streetcar home. <laughs> like, then- what the fuck just happened here? And then that day, Tom Green went on to the Michael Clare show and made him vomit. <laughs> I don't know, you man. But it was celebrity in your midst, and you didn't even know. <laughs> but it was like, can I keep it? What? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know whether this is the guy who's going around posing raccoons now or not. He's probably just looking at him. Hey, I could boil the skin off that. That'd be great. Good lord. You know what's you know what uh, you know what's better than a dead raccoon? A dead raccoon with a funny hat. Yeah. <laughs> Garb him up. I thought the whole part was was hilarious. I mean, it's sad about the dogs, and there's some wacko there that should be locked up. But oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh... Because <laughs> or they should just tie him down and smother him in a gravy and let the dogs go to town on him. Yeah. See. See, I like the way that you dish out your flavor of justice there, your Dave. Eye for an eye, bit, yeah, that's good. That's right. Yeah. You've been that's watching right. all those Southern court shows, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> what episode of Matlock was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's either Matlock, Quincy, or the Rockford Files. Oh, wouldn't it be wicked to combine all three of them? Oh yeah. Hey, Jimmy Rockford and Matlock teaming up, and then Quincy solving the crime. I don't buy it, Sam. Not for a minute. It was murder, murder. I say. Well, I think I think it would it would boil down to uh, Jack Klugman and um, uh, Andy Griffith uh, taking swings at each other when they wouldn't when either one wouldn't get their way. <laughs> <laughs> it's murder. Well, no, it ain't. <laughs> Obviously, the guy fell on his knife fourteen times. Yeah. <laughs> then Jimmy Rockford comes in and gets in the middle of it and takes yeah. a punch to the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, I think uh, <laughs> we've been at this long enough. <laughs> but we never really even got started today. This is one of the worst yeah. pieces of shit I ever listened to. <laughs> <laughs> to 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 listen to it while it's happening. Yeah. It's like, oh no. Oh, it's it's like it's like watching. It's like watching decomposition on one side, or just like you know, seeing a seeing a baby, you know, teeter on a on a stool trying to get to the cookies, knowing that it's going to fall. And you're like, you can't stop it. Can't <laughs> maybe stop we it. should. Maybe we should just like do it early nighttime and get half drunk, and then we can actually be funny, like last week. Step. <laughs> uh, yeah, we missed that first step. <laughs> the first of twelve. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty hard to justify getting all liquored up at twelve fifty-one in the afternoon. Oh, I won't hear that. No, casting's a pretty good reason. <laughs> well, more so because I got to drive out to Milton to do a show with Mr. Blanchard and Charles McCarroll tonight. Oh, very nice. Very yeah. nice. Very good, Dave. <clears throat> uh, if we get right. this out in uh, in time, we've got lots of oh, listeners but, in Milton, and but no, this won't get out in time. <laughs> but uh, but anything going on the weekend besides? Uh, I will be at Club Fifty Four tomorrow night. Awesome. And uh, then I am at Absolute Comedy the July 9th to the thirteenth up in Ottawa, Ontario, telling right. some jokes for our fine capital of folks. Very cool. Yeah, and you can check out more at DavePatterson.ca. Patterson, of course, spelled with one T because I'm cheap and I don't want to pay for the other one when I die. Well, so we wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for being on, uh, Dave, uh, <laughs> for right. getting through this. <laughs> oh, and just, just so people know where I am, uh, I'll be spending uh, pretty much the entire month, uh, the rest of this month and next month, uh, in my apartment weeping. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just felt like um, I actually. There's one show that I'm uh, that I'm looking forward to because I don't know what's going to happen with it. Lansdowne Fair is the Tav and Allen talk show. What? I'm doing. They were uh, trying to get me to do stand up outside while people sat on their on chairs on the racetrack in front of the grandstand at 7 p.m. And I don't know if you've seen what the sky is like at 7 p.m. It's bright. 
so there'll be no focus, no nothing like that. And they wanted me to, to go on before the country music act. <laughs> nice. So I'm sitting here going, how do we make this work? Because we've got a stage, and da da da. Because I know straight stand up isn't going to work. So I'm doing a talk show. Nice. I'm doing a talk show. Is they're going to get me some guests? Hopefully, I can get Hot Rod, who uh, was oh, in yeah. my friend Mike Morrow's uh, movie. Hopefully, he'll be there. Same and I'm name. hoping to get him and interview him. And uh, yeah. It's the Todd and Alan talks. Grab uh, the Berminator. I think he'd be good for a. Oh, the Berm. And Sweet Leaf. Sweetie ah, would be good. Like Actually, he'd probably the, be the best. He'd, he'd probably get the the best oh. uh, soundbite out of Sweetleaf. Are you going to try and record it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Right. I don't know how. I don't know uh, exactly. Yeah, I haven't really worked out those details. <laughs> It'd be great to put some of the, that audio in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, too bad you weren't doing it in front of the Smash Up Derby because that show has wreck written all over it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, where's my instant rimshot.com? Shit. <laughs> Not quick enough. <laughs> that appears to be a theme for this entire show, Darcy. Don't blame yourself. Yes. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for downloading and listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you. And I'd like to question your sanity, but, you know, it's a whole other issue. Keep the hits coming. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Shelly once again for sending in the question to Titus and for some yes. feedback she sent last week. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be slightly uh, different this week if she uh, decides to email us. Um, I see once again the subject line, guys, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) You know what? I I was thinking about this because it's like... It's like the spots I do on Bob and, and Drive. I just like – at the end of them, I'm always thinking, okay, that's the last one. They're never going to call me back. It was horrible. And I listen to it like in the, in the, in the cooler, calmer light of day and just – you know what? It's not that bad. I get the feeling we're going to listen to this, all of us, and go, you know what? That didn't make me vomit as much as I thought it would. Well, I'm not even going to listen to it. No, okay. Right, yeah, yeah, it's probably – yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> I have to try and figure out a way to edit it without listening to it. <laughs> You should, you like should just make just make random cuts that are probably <laughs> just like giving Medusa a haircut. <laughs> I don't look at her. Don't look at her. Don't look at her. Oh yeah, it looks great. Really, I don't think it should be shorter this size. Well, ah. <laughs> well then, let's get oh, the hell out of here. Let's play some music. Um, let's do that. I've got over on the blog post will be a video for Electric Six's Gay Bar. Because mm-hmm. it is Pride Week. Um, yep. That tune isn't on the Podsafe Music Network, but another one of theirs, Down at McDonald's, mm-hmm. is... That's spelled with a Z. With two Zs, actually. Nice. Two Ns and two Zs. They're trying, right. definitely trying not to get sued, I guess. Um, I guess. Or urbanify themselves. Mm. But mm. also a great tune. Um, remember these guys back, I don't know, what, uh, five years ago, I guess, they were really big. Electric Six. Really? Yeah. Never heard of them. You know Gay Bar, though, right? I, the, uh, the reason I know it is like when you sent me the link today. Really? I've never heard that song in my life. Oh, you'll, maybe I should also put a link to the, um, the video that was done up on Rather Good. You know RatherGood.com? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? With, no. You like the moon? <laughs> no? Oh, that. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. okay. So there's a version of, uh, like, I did a video for... Uh, for gay bar with, I think, puppies and kittens mm-hmm. playing the instruments. Very nice. Anyway. Hmm. That's the show, folks. Say goodbye, Dave. See ya. Say toodles, Todd. <laughs> toodles!